Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Tell people that you're going to wreck them before you do it because when roles are reversed, that person's going to wreck you. Happy National Siblings Day. Day! That's a perfect segue to that, isn't right? it? Right? Welcome to Motor Mouse, everybody. Kyle Petty, AJ Almendinger, I'm Rutledge Wood. Wow. A lot to talk about, huh? <laughs> I'm an only child, so. Oh. So you're like, oh, you look in a mirror yeah. and you threaten that person? Yeah, that's right. Good yeah. for you. We have a lot to talk about. I mean, obviously. National Siblings Day. Look at these great pictures. I mean, let's get to our starting bit of history grid. there. You know, we got more short track racing this weekend as NASCAR visits Richmond. And if Virginia is for lovers, that's shout out to Elliot Sadler, why might we see tempers flare? Plus, we'll show you how Jimmy Johnson has been preparing for the world famous Boston Marathon. Run, Forrest. And the Bush brothers <laughs> grab the headlines at Bristol. Do we really think Kurt would erect his baby brother to win? Guys, that makes me wonder. Are we seeing a different Kurt Busch now than we have in the last few years? Um, I could say something from week to week, but never mind. Um, I think I think you see a little bit different Kurt Busch. I think he's he's been consistent, consistent the last part of last year, really good uh, this year, really consistent this year. I mean, it's to me the one thing that you definitely notice is there is a happiness factor and a, and a sort of piece about him. That, you know, when you've seen him in a That's place... That's important, the happiness factor. It totally is. Yeah. It's a real thing. But <laughs> I think you're seeing, you know, there were t there were times, at, I thought, watching him at Stuart Haas, where he was really, really valued, and they were like, Kurt's our guy. And then there were other days where I couldn't really tell the difference, mm. and they were no, sort of see, like, I, what's I, that dude I, doing? I almost yeah. disagree with you there, yeah. Rutledge, is the fact that valued, I think he was probably valued at that 41 team. You know, that he brought, he came into that team... And was able able to kind of elevate the team was started because of yeah, him. Let's sure. call it what it is. So yeah. that that is something that yeah, Gene Haas wanted his name on the car, wanted a guy that could go win a race with Gene Haas's name on the car. But it was Kevin Harvick's team. Yeah. And I think that's what we see now is the fact that Kurt Busch feels like he's wanted. Chip Ganassi Racing <laughs> wanted him to show up to this team, take the one car that has struggled over the last few years and put it back up front. So to me, that's what I see about Kurt Busch. Yeah. It's not so much that, you know, yeah, your attitude changes when you're wanted out of, or at least you yeah, feel like you're wanted. It does. And that's the biggest deal to me, is that at Stuart Haas Racing, 
sure, he brought some value to the team, but it was always Kevin Harvick's organization. Yeah. That car was only started because Gene Haas wanted him in that car. Now at this race team and this organization with Chip Ganassi, people want him there, and it shows in his attitude when he goes out and runs consistent every weekend. Yeah, and, and, and I'll go a step further there. Where it was Stuart Haas racing, and Gene, then Gene Haas said, I'm going to do this. So Tony considered in the beginning, that's Gene Haas racing over there almost. Yeah, yeah we're, you're part of this thing. Um, but I, Tony didn't even know it was going to happen. If we go back and read those stories, it was like, caught him off guard. Somebody like said, a Magic Johnson yes. moment. But I'm going to say this. Yeah. All right, right. Great reference. Great yeah. sports reference right there. Magic so, Johnson quit his quit. job no, I yesterday. I, they, they I, I was watching, I was before, watching it live. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going I'm to go back. I, Kurt was in was incredibly consistent the latter part of last yeah. year. And then he started this year. And and I said it. As, and what's the common denominator? The common denominator was he was out of a job last year. So he focused on what he was doing, finished out the year where he was at, did the best he could, and had some solid runs and some solid finishes. He's got a one-year deal with Ganassi. So he's basically, right now, technically unemployed in 2020. I know there's probably extensions. There's things in there sure. probably at some point in time. But he's been auditioning for the last 20 races, yeah. if you really look at it in some way, shape, or form, trying to figure out where he's going to be, trying to get his uh, team's attention. And it's obvious that the way to control Kurt is to give him a one-year deal. Um, and he does better. I'm just saying. Sure. He, does, he does better when it's all on the line every single week, and he focuses on that week. And that car. That's Kyle's opinion. You people. remember, that there's something about, maybe it's that team, too, in that car, because you remember the best year Jamie McMurray ever had was the year they told him, you're not going to yeah. race here next year, and then he won everything, it felt like. So, yeah, there's definitely something there. It happens. There. That's a driver thing. Too. It totally does. Do you think he would have wrecked him? Do you think he would have wrecked I mean, well, let's, let's go back. Let's go back. Remember, if we go back to um, – the All-Star race? Weren't we talking about that? The yes. All-Star race when Kyle wrecked Kurt, and then they didn't speak for like six or seven months, and they had the Grandma Summit mm -hmm. um, where their grandmother had to get them together. And here's the race right here. Uh, woo, I think that's Kyle. Actually, that's Kurt Doran. Oh! Kyle. And then and there we go. See, what had happened was see what happened. it backfired on him. The point being <laughs> is it doesn't matter if we think he would have wrecked him. Yeah. He didn't get to him. Exactly. It doesn't matter. You can say all you want on TV, and I'm not saying that he wouldn't have done it, right. but he didn't get to him right there. No way. And then he got up in the wall trying to chase down his brother yeah. for the win. He was driving. Kurt Busch was driving as hard as he yes. could, and he might have wrecked him. But you yeah. know what? We don't know because he didn't get to him. Yep. You can say all you want on TV after you're done. Right. doesn't matter. Can't wreck what you And now Kyle Busch is like, hey, my brother said yeah. he would wreck me. He so opened the door. At Richmond this weekend, coming to the checkered, Kyle's behind Kurt. He's sending yeah. him into the third row. Yeah. All it's done is backfired on him now. Yeah. I, I think you're making a great point. Guess what, guys? <laughs> it's time to go to the phones, and let's just pick um, – let's take uh, line four. Who's that? Is that Carl? No, it's NASCAR. NASCAR! Oh, What's up, go. buddy? How NASCAR. you doing, Carl? <laughs> Good afternoon, Mr. Wright. Glad you're back on the show. Thank you, brother. Right, What's on uh, your mind today? Let's look at Richmond. All right, simple. If we put the race on a Saturday and put it in the, in the night, is somebody else going to win? And if it is, who would it be? Great question. Mm. Uh, you know, Saturday night is all right for a party. Because what, <laughs> <laughs> what I think that's point? what the song says. <laughs> yeah. okay. Nate Ryan can check me on that. Yeah. But, uh, who are you feeling for Richmond? Man, I don't know. 
I, I don't because I think Joey runs good there, runs really good there. I think Brad runs really good there. Then you go over to the Gibbs camp, and we've had this same conversation here on Motor Mouse where you say Gibbs Penske, Gibbs Penske, and you go over to the Gibbs camp, and you've got uh, uh, Kyle, obviously. Uh, Danny. But you've got Denny who yeah. runs good there. And I'm telling you, Truex, I think that's a, that's a good track for, for those guys. So, I mean, and Eric's got to turn it around at some point in time, Eric Jones. So, I don't know. I got no idea. Really good I, on the limb I, there. I'm, huh? I'm way out on a limb on yeah, this because I, mean, I have no clue. He basically just named 15 drivers. Yeah, exactly. No okay, Matt yeah. Benedetto. There you go. There we go. Had a hell of a run in Bristol. <laughs> yes, he yeah. did. Yes, he did, ladies and gentlemen. I'll go with Matt. You got, you got a favorite? Uh, it's... I mean, the funny thing is you really... <laughs> you just said all the names. It's... I think it's going to come down to the, the typical drivers, yeah. but Denny Hamlin's got some flow to him yes, now. He I does. mean, I, this year he does. Kyle Busch is still the man to beat every weekend, but that's a racetrack that Denny's really good yeah. at. So it's not a dark horse, but if I'm going to pick somebody, it's going to be Denny Hamlin. Do you think that like hometown vibe? Do you think that's a real thing for for drivers? Did you ever feel like when you got West Coast that you're like, this is my jam? Because I it think it definitely helps. Yeah. I mean, because if you have family and friends there, I mean, there, yeah. there's always like Sonoma was always a tough race for me because there was a lot of pressure on yeah. the outside. There was a lot of pressure on the inside, but I also always had family and friends there. Yeah. So you have to do it in a way where you want to see them and hang out with them, but you can't let it affect yeah. your job. And also, what Denny has as that place is near and dear to his heart because when he was a kid, that's where he always yeah. went to see the Cup guys too. So totally. that's that's a little bit different, man. It's like going back to. The Disney World every week. Chuck E. Cheese for me. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, you know, trying yeah. to get the ball pit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to Anthony on the phone next. Anthony, uh, Kyle's going to run a timer on you. Uh, I'm excited. Go. What's on your mind? <laughs> all right, well, here I go. Well, uh, first of all, quick shout-out to Ken Squire. Today's his birthday. Yes, birthday. That's right, Ken Squire. Yes. Squire. Happy birthday. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so the question I wanted to ask you three is, in Cup, will Kyle Busch, Win double-digit races this season. Ooh, great question. It feels like a really easy one. Wow. You know, golly, man. I, I say no. That's tough. I mean, that's that's tough. Double-digit in, in a single year against the Penske organization, against his own teammates, uh, who Denny already has two wins, it's tough to get to, to 10. Yeah, um, and it's, I, I'm going to say no. And this happens, I feel like, a lot. I wouldn't say every year, but you have a guy that goes out there and steps oh, yeah. up and early in the season. You know, last year, watching Kevin Harvick, I'm like, the dude's going to win 18 races. Yeah. Like, right. he's just going to win yeah. half the races sure. that yeah. we have. Yeah. It's a long season. There's there's just ups and downs during the season. There's flows the way to go about it. Teams figure out different things. Drivers get on hot streaks. Sometimes you just have bad luck. Yeah. So, to go win double digits is a tough thing to do. I'm going to also say no, but I'm going to say it's a close yeah, it's close. It's a close eight. Eight, he, eight, maybe nine. Yeah. He'll get the nine, and then his brother will wreck him for the tenth one. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to just disagree and say yes. He's going to hit ten. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah. Maybe thank 11. Uh, and, in, and since it is Ken Squire's birthday, I'm going to also say that um, Crew Jones from Rad Racing is going to win at least three. Oh, my gosh. Including Hell Track. Okay from the movie Rad. It's a I know that was okay. my that was my movie. <laughs> that was the one up. I've written that was every my, single that time. That's how he knew I was Ken a BMX Squire. I was a BMX bandit, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Get out of town. Boy, the things I we wanted to, I wanted to race hell track. That Art was my Connor. dream. Yeah. You know a, a track in Texas redid yeah. it last year. Okay, no, next call. What happened was I tried to next do call. I tried to do a 360 across a finish line jump one time when I was 7. <laughs> 
And so I, hard. And I it. It. Yeah, I big time, it. right? Uh, is it Evan or Kevin? We're going Evan from Ohio. Evan, what's up? Oh, hey, guys. How's Keystone. it going? Good, buddy. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. What's on I your mind today? Question. Well, I got a question about uh, Morton, Morton Trex Jr. Yes. My main question is, now that he's in Joe Gibbs Racing Team, how do you think he's doing? I don't know. I think he's, I think he's doing – I honestly – I think he has – I think he's doing better than I thought, and, and I will say that. Um, because I – they were in Denver in their own little bubble, in their own little world, he and Cole uh, Pern doing their own thing. Now they're in corporate America. You know, they've had to move into the big house. Um, you've got to go to those meetings. You're more integrated into the systems themselves. Where before, I felt like they could cherry-pick the systems that they wanted and the things they wanted to do. Uh, so I think he and Cole both have integrated themselves very quickly. Um, and, yes, he's not led and dominated races like he did um, in that car. But at the same time, they've gotten better as the day has gone on. When you look at how they start a race and how they finish a race, it's two entirely different things. So I think they've done pretty good. And I think they're just going to get stronger. Yeah, and they've done well. But yeah. the fact is, is that when you go to a new organization, no matter all the success and yeah. whether you're really working with the same people kind of in a, in a small group. And obviously you go to a bigger group of people, it takes time. Now, if you ask them, I'm guaranteeing they're saying they're not doing great yeah. because that organization has four victories yeah. and they don't have one yeah. for it. But we saw at Bristol, it's just little things that kind of crop up, you know, Bristol, I think it was a loose wheel and they were really fast. He might've even had a chance to win the race, yeah. but that, that really kind of put them behind and they yeah. kind of, Played catch up the rest of the day, so uh, it, it, I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't give him an A yet. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's a B, B plus. Yeah, I think my expectations were low. <laughs> That's why I'm giving him. It really was. Believe me, it, it really was. I mean, I just like, didn't think they were going to come in and run the there, way. There's, there's probably 90 yeah. percent of the drivers right now that would take their seat. Oh, shoot, but yeah. just knowing yeah. what they've done the last <laughs> yes. couple of years yeah. and, and how strong that him and Cole Pern have been. Yeah, and knowing that that organization has four wins. They don't have one yet. So. And, and a lot point. of people Good may point. not have realized, even though that was sort of like, we'll call it a satellite team, they were yeah. getting a lot of the same yeah. stuff. That doesn't mean in any way, shape, or form that their methodology in Denver was the same. And no. that's your point no. about yeah. they're doing things different. It might be, in theory, the same starting point, but yeah. Yeah. the end is way different. And the point being is, is the way the, the season works now, they just have to keep building on it yes. yeah. because yes. they're going to they're gonna be in the playoffs. Yeah, so for sure. Hey, uh, someone else that might be in the playoffs, Bob has a question uh, about Ty Dillon. Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Good, buddy. Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I just want to say, AJ Elmendinger, I'm a huge fan of yours, and I hopefully get to see you guys back in the sport again soon. Yes. And my question is, uh, Ty Dillon, he won that stage on Sunday. That, that made me so happy for that team. <clears throat> Do you guys think now they're showing their strength that they could get a first cup win this year or maybe next year? Good question. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I and I, I agree. I, I thought watching the end of that first stage and Ty Dillon and that whole 13 team to get a stage win. Yes. It was to me, it was understated because yeah. for a team like that and it and it showed in Ty Dillon's interview in the caution when they did yeah. it in car and then even after the race, I mean, he was almost in tears. That's how much for that team it means just to win a stage. Yeah. Now, to say that they're close enough to win a race, no. no. Not yet. But they have quietly been building 
from the start of this year, even to this point now, where if you really just look at it, they're consist consistently inside the top 20 and inside the top 15. Yeah. So they're getting there, but it, it, they're still far from trying to compete with Kyle Busch yeah. outright for a whole race. Yeah, and, and we talked about it before. The short tracks, the shorter tracks, uh, we saw uh, Busher, we saw Di Benedetto, we saw yeah. those guys run and have great days. Uh, little things took them out, but we saw them have great days. The short tracks seem to be the great equalizer, and under this package, it seems to be more of an equalizer yeah. uh, maybe than what we've seen in the past. So you've got these smaller teams that are able to get those perform reach in and get a good finish or have a good performance. Um, but I think what Ty showed, uh, given the equipment, put in the right place, that Ty Dillon can drive a race car, and he's not going to give up just because you say, okay, we're a little underfunded compared to you, Clint Boyer, sure. and that Stuart Haas team. I'm going to show you what we can do. Yeah. And I think that spoke volumes for Ty Dillon I as mean, a driver. I mean, four top tens in the yeah. last eight races. There was a time when the Dillon boys both started racing that you remember what people said about Ty. They thought Ty yeah. was going to be – the better racer of the two. Yeah. Like that was it. That was it. it certainly in, in trucks may have highlighted them a little bit differently, but it does. To your point, it takes those finishes, but it also takes that momentum, both as a driver, to get yeah. that confidence yeah. and be able to say, you know, I no, I do belong you up to, front. You have to consistently be up there each race inside the top fifteen, yes. yeah. inside the top ten, to learn how to compete to learn, for a win. To learn, it's a big deal. Uh, today on Motor Mouth, Martin Truex Jr. joins the show to tell us about a very special event which his foundation held yesterday. And we're going to make a trip to my basement and ask drivers what their favorite emoji is. And, of course, Kyle wants to hear from you. Call him or us at 844-NASCAR-NBC or tweet us with the hashtag LetMeSayThis. What are the three most used emojis on your phone? Oh man, let me look. Yeah, please. Or just look. Yeah, please. You want to just look? Yeah, let's get, let's, let's right quick. take a look. Y'all can't see my phone, can you? No, right? Yeah, that's good. Is that your own phone cover? Like, is that your logoed phone case? Yeah. You want one? Yeah, everybody wants one. Look at that. How cool are you? Definitely the thumbs up. One of the smiley faces, but I'm trying to remember which one. I think it's the cheese in one, you know, like the. Yep. I like that one. Uh, the big smiley face where you're showing all your teeth. The winky one. Everyone uses the winky one. Of course. One. Uh, the thumbs up. Thumbs up's good. Just short and to the point. Mm -hmm. My first one is the thumbs up. The second one is, is the okay. And actually the third one, believe it or not, is the kissy emoji, which I'm not real sure why I did that. But um, yeah, it is. Uh, I got the, the laughing with the tears. Classic. The Z sleep, mm. you know, and then a clown. And then a clown. Yeah. Those are your three. Clown, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I send people to clown a lot. So I'm like, you're a clown. Mm-hmm. Maybe the poop emoji. Oh, poop emoji. It's great. It really is. What can't you do? Oh, yeah. Because the poop is kind of smiling. Yeah, it is. I think you must, I feel like you use a lot of emojis because you're kind of a man of few words. It's funny, I talked to Dale and he's like, hey man, we got to get together, you know, uh, you ain't got to text me, just send me some emojis. <laughs> you know, because he's like, yeah, because you don't talk much, you don't type a lot. Right. It will, will be texting, I'm like, yep, nope, yep, okay, mm -hmm. when, what's up, <laughs> you know. Do you, what's I keep the, it simple, man. I was going to say, what's the longest conversation you've had on the phone with a friend, like five, six minutes? Oh my God, minutes? man, when I'm on the phone, it's like, it's the worst for you, isn't it? I'm not good. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's not good. That's why we don't have him on the phone just yet, but we're working on that. Uh, he's going to join us a little later. Wait, that emoji's poop? I thought that was, like, chocolate yeah. pudding. This whole time I you said yeah. every I, I just was like who doesn't like pudding? Like I was just sending Who it doesn't everybody. like pudding? So no. people are like, what's pudding. for dinner? No. And you write back pudding? pudding? No wonder I got the middle finger emoji all the time. Happy you were getting <laughs> salsa serve ice cream. I'm yeah. so glad you're here. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, uh, we want you guys to call in. We're gonna take another call. Uh, we're going to Devin from Georgia. Devin, what's your question? Hey everyone. Uh, my question is will Hendrick Motorsports get at least five wins this season? Great okay. question, Who? Devin. Will Hendrick, Hendrick, Hendrick get five they wins? No. They, they have Chase. They no. have Jimmy. No, Alex. I don't think they will. William. Yeah, I don't think they will. No. No, because, no. They, um, I mean, Chase would have to win five races. <laughs> okay? So, no, I don't think they will. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna disappear, man. I'm just going to blend on, in. It's a, it's a game show. This is not, uh, no, I don't, I don't believe they will. I, I think Chase, I think Jimmy... Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and William, I think he's shown progress in these first few races. William Byron has shown progress. Um, but I just don't think they're those two, that he and, um, Alex, Alex yeah. are, are quite where they need to be yeah. yet to win on yeah, a consistent I mean, basis. Uh, as they run right now, I feel like Hendrick Motorsports has to do a, a big leap to consistently be up there, yeah. but no, I don't see five either. Yeah. Whew. Sorry. Great questions. Let's go that to John next. John, what's your question from Pennsylvania? My question is, why can't the Stuart Hawes team get those horses to fire? Get them where? I'm a Stuart, I'm a Stuart Hawes fan. Yeah, they can't get them through inspection. Is that I mean, is that too... I just don't get it why one of those cars cannot win the race. You know, they're close. Look, I think they've right. Eric has had a solid year. And I, th I think Eric and, and they put themselves in position. And Eric said, they've just got to close. Same thing Clint said. We've run up front. We've just got to close. So I, I think we talked about it on the phone call. We've talked about it before. Mistakes on pit road translate to how they finish the, on the racetrack at the end of a run. Kevin has been a little bit off this year from what we considered last year. Let's just, and we're just comparing Kevin Harvick this year to last year. So you, you look at that. And I think Daniel's had a couple of good races in a row. So... Um, they'll get one in victory lane. I, that, they're not a, a team that I think is not going to win races. They're going to win races. And when they bust one, they'll, they'll, they'll get multiple wins. Yeah, I mean, I it's believe. execution. Yes. I mean, I think Kevin Harvick may have had the fastest car yeah. on Sunday. Yes. He was four laps down because they didn't get it through tech, yeah. and then yeah. they had a loose wheel. Yeah. So it's, it's just all about execution. When they execute, they're going to win a lot of races. You know who's won a lot of races is the person on the phone. Oh, mystery yeah. caller. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Martin Truex Jr. to the show. Yes. Thank you for calling in, my friend. I know you're not a huge fan of the telephone. No problem, guys. What's happening? <laughs> we just got to watch the, uh, the, the Rhett's basement piece where we kind of talked about the fact that you prefer to communicate with emojis. So just know that we value this time. Yes. And <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Martin, no let's, let's, let's talk about, uh, I know last night you guys had a great event. Tell us a little bit about what happened at Rescue Ranch and yeah. the Martin Trex Jr. Foundation. Yeah, last night we had our annual painting and pizza uh, event. It's, it's not really an event. It's more of just uh, 
a little get together of, of you know most of the people that are going to be in catwalk in our fashion show um, and the kids that are going to be in it so we can kind of all just get to know each other a little bit and have some fun and loosen up and it's uh, we started doing it a few years ago and it just helped um, you know it helped everybody kind of just loosen up and, um, and and get to know each other so when we do get started on catwalk and we go to do rehearsal and, and all that stuff it's uh, it's a little bit easier on everybody. It's, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, ten is. years of it. Yeah, now, that's my question. I mean, when when you guys started Catwalk, and and you give so much back to the community, but when you started that, did you guys have any? Could you fathom that it's grown the way it is because it is a huge event for this whole sport now? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, Kyle. It's been uh, it's been really amazing to be a part of it. And the first year, you know, Sherry had an idea. She she owns a little boutique in Mooresville, you know, so she's into fashion and. And all that, and, and she said, oh, "I'm going to have a little fashion show, you know, to help my store, and we'll give the money for the foundation." I said, "Oh, that's cool, you know." And did that a year or so, and I was like, "Wow, this is, you know, this could be something." Let's. We got involved with Levine's, I think, maybe a year after that, and they just came up with the idea to, "Hey, let's let's have the kids that this money is going to help. Let's have them be in the show. Let's let's show these people." who we're helping, what we're doing, the impact we're able to make. And since then, it's just taken off. So it's been awesome to see it. Um, this is this is going to be our 10th anniversary, as you mentioned. And it's just been incredible to see how much it's grown, how much money we've been able to give back to the community um, right here in the area. And, you know, it's just uh, it, it's, it's unbelievable the support we've gotten from, from people in NASCAR, sponsors, you know, just drivers, you name it. Everybody has really stepped up to support it. And, uh, you know, it's become just a fun event that everybody really enjoys. Yeah, that's awesome, Martin. I mean, everything that uh, that you're able to do over those 10 years, I mean, we hear about it all the time. Yeah. And just so, uh, cool. so many different ways of, of helping the community. So, uh, you know, going to the racing side a little bit, we just had a caller actually call in, yes. kind of asking about, you know, where we thought – your season was your seventh in points. You know, I felt like yeah. you guys have had a solid season and your transition to Joe Gibbs racing, you and Cole Pern, but where would you rate it? I mean, are you, are you happy with it? But I mean, what, what would you, you rate it right now? Well, I mean, you're looking for a score like no. <laughs> ABC or what? No, I mean, just for an emoji. Um, Give us an emoji. Yeah. What, what emoji, emoji would you emoji, <laughs> emoji. <laughs> Emoji's a half smirk. Half smirk. We're halfway there. You know, That's good. That's good, man. You know, um, honestly, I think it's it's been really good. I'll be honest with you. Um, I feel really good about it. I feel like our team is awesome. We have a lot. We have a lot to accomplish, and I feel like we'll get there. We're just not quite there yet. I feel like we've struggled a bit on Fridays. That's no secret. I've been talking about that for a month, I think. But I think if you really look at you know how we've run, we've run second a few times. We've had cars capable of winning a few times, and it just seems like every time we're Good enough to win, things don't go the way we need them to. I mean, you look at Bristol the other day. We had a great car. You drove, we qualified terrible. We drove up to second, had a loose wheel, and we were done for the day. So, uh, you know, I think if you look at it, the you know we have we have what it takes. We just got to put it all together. And you know, that's just I think a new team coming together, new people. Um, but more, most importantly, I think just the new rules package. Trying to get arms around that. Me and Cole just trying to figure it out and. and figure out what we need and uh, I think once we get honed in on a little bit closer we'll be there so I feel good about it we just uh, we need to you know we need to catch a few breaks here and there and, and we need to execute better. Marnu, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that it is National Siblings Day yes. and 
certainly we're a big fan of, of your brother. I wonder, you know, since you and I got to go up and do racing roots, when we were at your parents' house, they had roughly 60 pictures and posters of your brother in the wall, and they had uh, two of you. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I'm just wondering, uh, for National Siblings Day, have, has your family started acknowledging that you are the other sibling? Uh, that's funny, Rutledge. Actually, they actually, my brother actually raced out of that garage, so you know they had a. It's a little bit easier to get your hands on that that stuff than it is, uh, you know, things from the Cup Series that the teams want to keep. You know what I'm saying? So, oh sure. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely the favorite. He's the young one. You know, let's be honest. He's a baby. <laughs> so it's it's. I just felt like the right yes. time to ask. That was you know? perfect. I mean, that was perfect. There have been some there have been some pictures that have been floating around today. I don't know if you've. Uh, I know you spend tons of time on social media. It's your greatest passion. <laughs> um, that's not true. But oh, there's a great a picture that that your brother put You're up just full of, of you and today. him. Oh, just you know what? I was just so excited that you're calling in. I know. And uh, yeah, Ryan put a great picture up today, which is essentially like a cartoon of him and a real picture of you. It's it's. I think your parents should put it on the wall. <laughs> I think it's a great picture. I agree. I re- I really do. Hey, we we sure appreciate yeah, you joining thank us, you, man. man. What thank you man, guys are, are what you and Sherry are doing with Catwalk, and we got to make yeah. sure we give a shout out. Ryan Blaney, Todd Gillen. Regan Smith, uh, Brittany Lugano, Caitlin Larson. There were so many people that we don't have the names who were there to help out, but it wouldn't be possible without you. We sure think the world of you, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, man. I appreciate appreciate it, guys. Have a good day. Thank you, brother. You too. We got more calls next. That was Martin Truex Jr. Stay with us. understand is the mental strength it takes to drive a race car and that same mental strength it takes to train for a marathon. The mindset in the car and in in this physical space is identical and I feel like every rep I get through my fitness side only makes me stronger and more focused and more dedicated to the car side. I'm very competitive and and I want to run fast and with the setbacks I've had with my, uh, my injuries and in the cold, um, I just need to take some pressure off myself and, and worrying about you know running real fast and, and use this more as an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to enjoy, and, and really enjoy what the Boston Marathon's about. It is time for our social pit stop. Jimmy Johnson is keeping an eye on the skies. He tweets, according to the Weather Channel, I might have a really challenging Boston Marathon. If my NASCAR race gets bumped to Sunday and Monday's forecast holds true, Michael Scott Paper Company. Oh, you can catch Jimmy Johnson in the Boston Marathon right here on NBCSN Monday morning starting at 8.30 Eastern. Have you ever run a marathon? Yes, I have. Have you? And Michael Waltrip ran the Boston Marathon in uh, 2000, I think. What marathon did you run? uh, Ran Vegas, ran Disney. I ran a couple of marathons. Get out of town. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Crazy. Wow, for a guy that owns so many motorcycles, I'm surprised he didn't just... I wasn't thinking. Wasn't I'm thinking. not going to ask if you, because I know they... No. We're smarter than yes. us. I mean, at 8.30 Monday, I, I might be inspired. 
you would be watching from the treadmill. Yeah. I'm going to probably be on the golf course thinking of Jimmy Johnson running that marathon. <laughs> good, good answer. All right, we are going back to the phones, taking your calls. Uh, we'd love for you to call in. We are going to Wayne from Kentucky. Wayne, what's your question, bud? Uh, this is for Kyle. I've had something yes. in my mind for a long time, and it's all these cars are all built equal. Same tire, same carburetor, same shocks. One template fits all. Why is one car so much faster than all of the rest of them? Is it yeah, actually not, the driver? Well, they're not all built equal. Um, it's the same chassis and the same kind of body, and the tires are the same, but uh, how they set them up and how they engineer them, they're not equal. Um, I guess the horsepower is pretty equal now. Right? It's kind of close. close. Yeah. I mean, so they're not. And, and it, it, it is, you know, the, the configuration car, and, and AJ can speak to it more, now, no, he it, said this is just for Kyle. No, this I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you in. We're going down. We're going down together on this one, okay? Is <laughs> And AJ has spoken to it a million times <clears throat> as we talk about the more underfunded teams. A driver can't. Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick is not going to get in a 35th place car and carry that thing to a top 10. Just not going to happen anymore. There was a time in this sport when it did happen. Yeah. There was a time in this sport when you could put a Dale Earnhardt, a, a Tim Richmond, a guy like that, in a DK Ulrich car, a car that runs 15th or 16th, but that, that that day's passed. Sorry. So just to but to clarify, you don't have to clarify. Let's take another okay, caller. Great. <laughs> great. Let's go talk. Let's talk to Deborah now. <laughs> Deborah, you're calling from Missouri. Yeah. What's your question, dear? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I, my question was basically the same with Kyle Busch winning all the races. And, you know, I didn't like Kyle Busch before, but now I find myself really liking him because I feel like he's really changed a lot. Sure. Well, that's so it, it, at the core of it, you're kind of wondering why is he so dominant, right? Right. Right. Kyle, what do you think? Why do you what how would you describe to someone why Kyle Bush is so dominant? Cuz he's good. I don't know. I mean, I, listen, he's in the right place at the right time at this time in his career with Adam Stevens, with the Toyota, with Joe Gibbs Racing, with his engineering and what he expects out of the car, they're able to give him. And if they're giving him what he wants, then he's going to be this way. Um you know, we've seen the Chevys not be able to adjust last year to what the drivers wanted. The, the engineers, the teams couldn't give the driver what they wanted. So they were here. It was a little bit different. Um, but dang, man. I mean, Kyle Busch is just good. He would be good. There are drivers that come along. You drop them in any any decade, and they're going to be pretty good. Kyle, Kyle Busch is one of those good drivers. Yeah, and Kyle Busch, you can talk about the organization. You know, yeah. You're not going to win without a, a strong yeah, organization. Yes. But with that said... He's the one winning most of the races in that organization. So what he does, I think, better than, than most in the sport is the fact the way he thinks about his race car, the way yeah. he feels the race car. And, yeah, all the cars at the top level of this sport are fairly close. But he can pinpoint exactly what he's feeling. Yeah. He can tell Adam Stevens, this is what I want to change. If you And if you listen to, to truck or Xfinity races when he's got younger crew chiefs, Kyle's crew chiefing the vehicle yeah, while the he's car. inside it. Yeah. So that's what he does better than most is the fact that he goes out there, whether it's in practice or during the race, he can feel exactly what he wants and knows how to improve that. Yeah. And because of that, it puts him elite to most of the drivers. Yeah.
I do think what's cool is that Deborah made that great point. She didn't used to be a Kyle Busch fan. We yeah. see when we're out there for our half of the season, we've seen that transition from more booze yeah. to more cheers. But I always laugh when people say they don't like Kyle Busch because he wins all the time or they think he's mean or whatever. They didn't call Dale Earnhardt Sr. like <laughs> Mr. Kindness. They called him Intimidator because they couldn't put yeah. inappropriate words on T-shirts and sell them for the True. description of how he Good drove, point. right? Good point. Good point. But, you know, look, everybody this, – this is a funny sport. Everybody likes to build somebody up, and as soon as they get them to the top, they want to tear them back down. You know what I mean? And Kyle's there right now. It's crazy. Thank you guys for calling. We're going to take more calls coming up on Motor Mouse. It's the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs here on NBCSN. Yes. Some of NASCAR's biggest stars will be locked into the action. We'll be right back. Seventy-nine, it would build up and then it would do this, and then it would build up and then it would do this, and then we get to the end of the seventy-nine race. Take us through that that lap because your call is one of the most iconic calls played over and over and over to describe this. Sport. It's all come down to this: where will Kale make his move? He comes to the inside. Donnie Allison throws the block. Kale hits him. He slides. Donnie Allison slides. I never felt very good about that because I thought there was so much, and when I saw it again when the show was over. I thought, Jesus, I missed so much. And yet, it's all there. Yes, it is. It didn't need anything. You could have done it without talk. When those two went down the backstretch, there was no question. There was no lift. One or the other was probably going to end up in the fence. And they both did. That's from part two of KP's chat with Hall yeah. of Famer Ken Squire in a brand new Coffee with Kyle. Visit the Motorsports on NBC YouTube channel to watch it. By the way, we want to wish him a very, very happy birthday. It is so good. I'm so glad y'all went up there and yeah, did man, that. Man, it was so much fun. And, and <clears throat> talking about that 79 race and his input into it and how it came about and those last laps and stuff, it's cool. I mean, it, it was a lot of fun hanging out with Ken Squire. Uh, for me personally, I don't yeah. care what, Please watch Coffee with Kyle and the Ken Squire episode. But at the same time, huge for me. Do we have huge that quote from Nate Ryan? No, we didn't load in. Nate Ryan was quoted as <laughs> saying, this is literally the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yes. 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 The greatest thank you. thing. You heard him off. Oh, He's off oh, camera. Thank you very much. We are also excited here because the Stanley Cup playoffs start tonight on the networks of NBC down here in Carolina. Uh, the hometown Hurricanes are in, and they get going Thursday. They've been a lot of fun to watch this year with their celebrations and embracing what I'd say is a non-traditional approach to ice hockey, so much that some of the old-school hockey guys have referred to the Hurricanes as a bunch of jerks. That's right, a bunch of jerks, just because of how they celebrate and have fun. Now, the Hurricanes embrace it, made T-shirts, they read a bunch of jerks, and I think the three of us would like to have one of those as well. Obviously, for different reasons. Here's Eric Almarola at the Tampa Bay Lightning game in January. Looking so good there. Did you know Jeff Burton is a big Lightning fan, too? No way. Yeah, true story. Also, the Lightning. Is that true? That's true. Lightning tied the NHL record with 62 wins this season. you got to keep an eye on them. Is that true? It is true. And here's Kurt Busch last year at last year's Stanley Cup final. Look how pumped he is. He had 19 monsters in the car. This was actually Kurt's face with five to go at Bristol. <laughs> right? Same face. He's like, come hey, on, this is it. Oh, I love oh, it. Supporting his hometown yeah. Vegas Golden Knights. We are back to your calls next on Motor Mouth. Stay with us. 
He was so pumped That's up. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. So pumped up. music from that Saturday Night Live skit. Isn't it the Californians? And take it up to some Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a four hundred five and down to ten. I mean, I would yeah. have more went with going, going, back, back to Cali, Cali. That's I never better. saw the episode. But anyway, okay. I'll be at Long Beach you for, that, for that event this weekend. I'm pretty pumped up. Yeah, about no it. way, man. AMS is racing as well, NBCSN. Good. Catch it. It's going to be a big deal. Do you I'll remember remember what it's like to cross the finish line there as the as the victor? It feels good at Long Beach, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I did that in 2003 in uh, Atlantics. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know you're trying to pump yourself up. That's not just because yeah. yeah, I won. Yeah, 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 guys, yeah. just because I won a like? race yeah. once. You know what it was like? Then it was at yes, Long Beach. Let's get to the callers. Let's do it. We don't Pro need celebrity race winner. No big deal. Rutledge 2013, Ward. and that was yes. five years consecutive. He wrecked yeah. Adrian Brody for the win. That's not true. <laughs> also, you know what the best part is? I told him I loved I loved the movie Chocolat, and he was like, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm not in it, but I like that yeah, one, thank too. Thank you, thank you. Let's thank go you. to the phones. We're going to Devin, <laughs> which is our second Devin on a Wednesday for Motor Routes. Yes. That's a big deal. Devin, what's your question? Hi, how are you guys today? We're good. great. How are you doing? <clears throat> good, thank you. I just had a quick question about a couple two-car teams, um, Richard Childress Racing and Roush Fenway. Both teams have showed a lot of speed. Roush has shown it as of late with Ryan Newman and Childress has shown a lot in qualifying. Which one of those teams do you think gets the victory lane first this year? Devin, first off, mm. best composed question of the day. So props yeah. to you. I yes. feel like we're going to have to do interviews Thanks with you. Thanks for doing your research. That was awesome. Yeah. Who's going to win first, do you think, out of RCR or Oh, yeah, let me go first. Yeah, because we're on a time schedule. So okay. We're trying to uh, get people in. So you take the I'm going to go with RCR, Austin Dillon. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I said I was going to let him take them. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. You're not going to respond at all? No, but I, time, I do think RCR. I do think. I do think Austin. I, I do think Austin. Out of the group, if you if you take those four cars, I think Austin Dillon and RCR wins. Geez, write a novel. Next question. You? Uh, next, we're going to Bill. Bill, what's on your mind? I was wondering what you guys' opinion is on uh, teams being able to uh, manhandle uh, an opposing driver. Like a, a crewman yeah, me, getting in a fight. Give me an example. Give me an example of a driver fighting a team. <clears throat> well, uh, it's not. It's not really a driver uh, fighting a team. It's the latest one was Suarez and yeah. uh, Michael McNown. Yeah. So you 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 just don't want to see the teams jump in the middle of it. Is that what you're saying? I believe that that they should that. The driver should settle it between themselves. What I thought was, and, and I think you're making a great point, what I thought was so fascinating is if I just watched someone drop a dude as big as Michael McDowell effortlessly 
if I was the shortest crew chief in the garage, I wouldn't necessarily think I'm going to try to go yeah. choke this guy. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure if there's any way to help tempers in a moment like that. I just think I yeah. always look at the biggest person in the room and think to myself, not going to fight that person. No. Most drivers, most drivers do this. Hey, I'm going to go get AJ. Are y'all with me? Come on. <laughs> Come on, go with me. Come on, come on, come on. I'm not, yeah, yeah I'll wait, I'll wait. Okay. Yeah. Now let's go. And they say nothing. Whether it's right or wrong, yeah. it comes down to we're in this as a it's team. It's a team. It's, it's a team. team. You're right. going to defend, whether it's your driver, crew guy, you're exactly. always going to go in there for your yeah. team. That's why it's always unless you just It's always Unless you way. just don't like him and then you yeah. watch him. Yeah. Go down. Then yeah. you tell him to go in, yeah. and you. Anyway. I'm right behind you. I'm right yeah. behind you. Yeah, I'll be right there. I'll Bill, be right that was, there. A, that right was there. a great question. We are Thanks. got more calls down. coming up on Motor Mouse. We also got the best of your feedback coming from our hashtag. Let me say this. Let me say this, people. Let me say this, people. Let me say this. Now I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna say this. Sorry, caller. I'm gonna say this. And let me say this. But I'm gonna tell you. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm telling you. But I'm telling you. But I'm telling you something. And listen, I will say it forever. I'm so glad we're updating it. Every time I watch it. And we're updating it here. We're gonna bring in our friend Nate Ryan, who's been watching the hashtag. Let me say this. Nate, uh, by the way, you cannot wear that blazer again on this show. Look at the three of us. <laughs> You are outclassed exactly there. that reason. Oh, right. Hashtag, <laughs> let me say this from Bob Mertz. If AJ gave Kyle 20 strokes, who would win? I would. Are you talking about on the golf oh, course? Yeah, on the golf course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Yeah. After your game. I, oh, yeah. I don't okay. think... Do you still have your clubs? They're somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, they're somewhere. It's like your guitar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hashtag, let me say this from Real Steve Quick. Motor Mouths is my favorite NASCAR show each week. Kyle Petty, which race do you think will be Jimmy Johnson's first win this year? Even though you just said you yeah, were the, yeah. <laughs> the Boston Marathon. The Boston Marathon, Monday. How many races do you think Chase Elliott will win this year? Five. Okay. What if it comes down the line, there's like four Kenyans, and Jimmy Johnson splits them for the win of the marathon? I'm going to tell you, as long as, Kent, as long as Kent Squire is there to call the finish, uh, that's all I care ha about. Hashtag, that. let me say this, from the Dingman77. Uh, considering what intense racers the Bush brothers are, do you think we'll ever see a brother march in the pits another and take a swing? No. Okay. No. They're going to fight like no. real families um, at home at the dinner yeah. table. Remember, family dinners, forks on the left, knives in the back. Maggie Joe Davis wants to know, she's a Joey Logano <laughs> fan, can he win the championship back-to-back? -back? Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah, he can. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, Tyrell Sessions. No, I'm sorry. Yes, Tyrell Sessions. <laughs> Hashtag let me say this. Let me say this. Um, let me say this. Yeah, exactly. Why many in the heck would you here? say you're going to wreck someone? You now left yourself out there to get wrecked. That's yeah. what Kyle Busch said. Everybody good, agrees? Yes. It's not a good call. It's yeah. just not a good yeah. call yeah. to do that. Blue. Especially yeah. if you don't do it. Like, it's bad, yeah. bad yeah. policy. All right, finally, hashtag let me say this from a guy at P. At P Kligerman. I is think we've heard of this guy. Patrice? <laughs> I see AJ is using my shirts again. I need a lock on my closet. That's true, but I just Parker felt like shirts. somebody needed to fill out these shirts. For oh! oh. Uh, yeah! P. Kligerman. Oh. This shirt is now finally filled out for once. <laughs> Wow. Hashtag wow. More, more muscles, up for that less one. hair gel. Uh, thank you for everybody who tried to call. Billy Race, I'm sorry we didn't have Pete time Fagerman. to get to you. See ya. NHL playoffs are next. May Ryan looks great in a jacket. Thanks for joining Wait us. Wait a minute. Let guys. me say this. Let me say this. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. 
Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939.